0: Hey Thumbers, welcome back to another episode of Hyper Heroes here on Hyper RPG. Of mm. course, another week of talking. I just realized I don't have my microphone in front of me. <laughs> All
1: right, we'll do it again. <laughs>
0: Hey, Thumbers, welcome back to another episode of Hyper Heroes here on Hyper RPG. I got my beer, I got my microphone, we good to go. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh uh, It's oh. been an exciting night. Uh, these gents got a chance to see Black Panther. Finally. Wait, did
2: you not go again tonight?
0: Not again, I didn't go again. Oh, yet. okay. I don't okay. want to be the only lone so, soul in the theater. Yeah.
1: You've seen it once, you've mm. seen it once, I've seen it once. One view, view we've one all seen view. It once. Each one view. Excellent. Yeah,
0: okay. yeah, you got a chance to see it in
1: 3D. Oh, guys, the 3D's good. Yeah? You know? the 3D, it's just the one thing at the Arclight that I don't like. Nobody... This is the thing. We're already gonna, like... People are already turning off because nobody gives a shit about 3D anymore. I'm super bummed out about it. Mm-hmm. It's a real bummer. Everything's 4K now. I blame marketing. Good job, Hollywood. You really... You have fucked it up um so you're the only guy in the theater no it was packed yeah
0: it was really packed. okay the yeah, so arc light Hollywood packed. was playing Black Panther every 15 minutes mm-hmm. up until like, like two in the morning when well, yeah.
1: you go to the arc light and you see a 3d movie they give you the heavier glasses yeah. Yeah. that I don't yeah. like on my like nose the thicker framed the, yeah, the thicker the, yeah. the, those glasses I'm like guys this is why people don't like 3d like yeah. just get the if little they flim- just flimsy gave up the little clippy ones.
2: ones for people who wore glasses something nobody man. would
1: complain but mm-hmm. the 3d was on point Excellent. excellent excellent excellent. yeah I mean great for the action shots great for the establishing shots of Wakanda yeah. like it was it was really really good really good
0: yeah, right. yeah. Right. I didn't get to see it in 3d the screening at Disney yeah. was a 2d screening yeah the, cre- uh, the
1: end credits are dope in 3d like uh, uh, end, credits, uh, yeah, end credits are, are really good, good. The End yeah. credits for Marvel movies are always really cool and stylistic and everything but like the th- the ones in Panther are awesome because yeah. mm-hmm. it because mm-hmm. it, it mirrored the opening like the the way that they kind of told this history like of Wakanda yeah of, with the sand yeah, kind of a yeah. feeling so like they mirrored that at the end and, and um, they look. It looks great in 3D. Okay. So, Spoilers. Right. We're going to talk
0: about Black Panther. <laughs> yeah. So we might as well just jump into it because we're already bringing it up. Oh, uh, nice. First thing I need to say about this though is Naeem, If you don't know Naeem, he did the non-spoiler review of Black Panther yeah. with me. Yeah. He did this incredible, incredible piece of artwork Gorgeous. for Black Panther. Oh, that's right. The stipple piece of artwork that has T'Challa, Okoye, Nakia, and, and the Panther himself, and, then, and, and the and Panther then, himself, and
2: then T'Challa in the yes, yeah.
0: seventy-five hours it took him to make yeah. this drawing. Yeah. So. God. You absolutely need to go to Naeem's Twitter account, go to his Instagram account, like the photo, show share, him, show retweet him some it, love. show him some love yeah. because yeah. he's done this before. He's had his work featured at TwitchCon, I think yeah. also at yeah. Comic-Con. Uh, he's an incredible, incredible artist. Shout out to him for yeah. making this beautiful piece of artwork. Yeah. Uh, we'll link his social media down in the yeah. description below so you can find it. Make sure you guys share it. Tag as many people from the Black Panther movie as you can, because we definitely <laughs> want to get his, get uh, yeah. eyes on his work, because Let's it's absolutely Chadwick amazing. get
1: Chadwick to look at this and retweet it. Exactly. Uh, speaking yeah. of showing some love, we have to dedicate this little Black Panther review oh, and the rest right. of our episode yeah. to, to our, our friend, Mr. Jay Washington. He is recovering right now. He had a, a, a emergency a, a, surgery. Emergency, sort of, surgery. Yeah, emergency yeah. surgery. The flu got
2: him, and then another infection got him, and now he's and, got a hole in his throat. And yeah. he is
1: recovering and we are wishing him a speedy recovery and we were just talking about you Jay of course you know that here at Hyper RPG you have got a revolving door welcome no
2: no 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 No,
1: he has a plate at
2: this table he does have a plate he always has a plate at (laughs) this table so so just Just because Jay's
1: not here you know he's been there with so many of our black Panther trailer reviews and trailer reactions. And he always comes and brings us amazing insights. So like, we will get his thoughts on Panther. It feels weird to wrap this up without Jay here, but
2: for the time being, we'll wrap it up. He's here in spirit. Yeah. Yeah. He's with us for sure. He's here on the astral plane is here at the table. So it's okay.
1: So, but yeah, as soon as he, whenever he just wants to show up, like, Yeah. Then we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll, his thoughts. It. We'll Cannot wait to talk to him about Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, let's let's get into this movie. Was it going to be a spoiler review of Black Panther? And, you know, I spent 35 minutes talking about it with Naeem. And yeah, I saw that. It was, hard, it was hard for Naeem to really talk about this movie. I, I would actually like to have him back, too, so he can talk mm-hmm. about the movie. He had so a, many strong in feelings In a spoiler way. It. Yeah, in a spoiler way. It was yeah, really yeah. difficult for him yeah. to sort of wrap up what he wanted to say about the movie uh, because it was a non-spoiler review. But what I will say, going into this movie... I had a very limited history of who Black Panther was, who what Wakanda was, and sort of its place in the Marvel Universe mm-hmm. in terms of the comics because there wasn't a big comic reader or a Marvel comic book reader. Mm-hmm. And we got a little introduction of this character in Captain America Civil War. To me, it was a great introduction because it was very strong and it really yeah. sort of gave a solid foundation to who T'Challa was right. and the importance of Wakanda and the Black Panther legacy. Mm-hmm. So going into this movie, I... I mean, I think rightfully was expecting sort of an exploration, a further uh, exploration of what that is, what the family dynamic was between him and his mother, Mm -hmm. his sister, Mm -hmm. the Dora Malaje, Nakia. And this movie does an incredible job of taking those little seeds that were sort of introduced in Civil War to a very limited extent. And by limited, I mean really only showing us his small relationship he has with his father Mm -hmm. and just mentioning other things. Ryan Cougar does an incredible job completely just mm-hmm. he, exploring he, everything in such yeah. a beautiful way yeah. mm-hmm. where I feel like and it's, some people complained about that, there, that they didn't feel like there was enough Chadwick Boseman in this movie being Black Panther. Mm-hmm. I thought it Civil War did such a beautiful job of sort of introducing him. This movie adds on to that and builds off of what was done <laughs> in Civil War. Yeah. But it also allows the other five, six characters in this movie yeah. to really shine. That, honestly,
2: the supporting characters made it for me. Yeah. Like Chad, Chadwick Boseman, mm-hmm. he was good. Solid. But everybody else was. On their a game, yeah. yeah. On their a game, there was no slipping up by anybody else whatsoever. No, and I, the tricky I, I thing, I really liked uh, Andy Circus too. Like I didn't expect. Ulysses like, Claw. I didn't oh, expect yeah. to like he him. Is perfect, either.
1: perfect casting for yeah. that character yeah. and yeah. for that role, and he was so fun to watch and such a great villain yeah. and like. I, I wanted him to be even like more racist, mm-hmm. and I was worried that he was gonna be. Yeah. But anytime he said like savages, I'm like you mother. I'm like yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly. I'm like they let
2: you say this in a Disney movie, yeah. you know. But
1: um, <laughs> like, <laughs> but like they could have pushed it further, but I'm kind of yeah. glad they didn't. But like you know, sure. it, but it was there. The yeah. hints of that were there, and um, it
0: definitely paints a picture of how notorious and horrible he is for yeah. sure. For and sure. the the tricky thing about. T'Challa himself is that,
1: like a lot of characters that uh, that are the sort of main character heroic role. Mm-hmm. He's played very stoically, T'Challa as a character. Yeah, Mm, for sure. He is that way in the comic books. He is this sort of untouchable, kind of above it all, a little bit type of guy who has so much weight on his shoulders, such a burden. So, to me, when you compare Chadwick Boseman doing T'Challa versus Michael B. Jordan doing Killmonger, Mm -hmm. Jordan's going to stand out as being this emotional, like, and just putting in an incredible performance. Mm -hmm. And and I think part of that is just because. Jordan is amazing, absolutely, and and Chadwick's great in the role. But I also mm-hmm. feel like that role didn't necessarily give a whole bunch of opportunities to kind of to kind of you know to to go out of that sort of role, yeah, as much. Mm-hmm. He um, had
2: small moments here, small and there, moments like when he sure. asked for the blanket. Yeah, because he was cold. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. Moments where he's uh, allowed yeah, like to be little, funny, little things or like that. Was, was moments good. where
1: he was sort of questioning the legacy of his father. Yeah, and he's getting yeah. angry at it. Yeah. And I'm like, I love that stuff. But again, this is the sort of tricky balance with an ensemble that is this good. When with right. these many great, interesting so characters, talent. is that any moment we have spent with him, we're gonna as soon as it's done, we're going over to Michael B. Jordan. Then yeah. we're gonna go over to you know uh, Nakia. Then we're gonna go over to Okoya, Then we're gonna mm-hmm. go over to Angela mm-hmm. Bassett. Then we're gonna go over to Forest Whitaker. And like mm-hmm. it's it's jumping around so much that. There, it, I think maybe the film could have benefited from being longer. In in in, in a sense of like not just because everything that I saw was amazing, but like I want a, some scenes to breathe to delve yeah, and a ma- bit And, more, and yeah. as I'm watching it, I'm like I'm trying to tr- feel out the editing, and I'm like I feel like some of this was maybe edited for time and for pacing, as opposed to like let me. For example, the Forest Whitaker mm-hmm. moment where he gets killed, mm-hmm. I'm like, this is on paper. This is working. I get why this is in the story, but the I editing's kind of choppy. It, a little bit. Yeah. Where I was just like, oh, yeah. I want more of a, you know, Stanley Tucci was allowed yeah. to breathe, yeah. even in his yeah. death scene, albeit it was still pretty brief. Like him and Chris Evans in yeah. in the first Avenger, where he, you know, just kind of does this to sort thing. Of build up yeah. exactly. And more and so like exactly. So like maybe I wanted more moments to kind of breathe. Mm-hmm. Just just to, sometimes when you watch some of these scenes in movies like this, just a few moments kind of makes the difference between yeah, like yeah. a scene like really working and a scene just like, okay, cool. For now example, we're on to the next. Yeah.
2: The scenes that really worked were the moments where he was connecting with his father. Yeah, yes. Because those, they let them breathe. They, they had mm-hmm. good timing. It was just, it was perfect. And they were beautiful.
1: He arrives at the, you know, and just like
0: oh that yeah. scene was amazing it was beautiful yeah. yeah it
2: was beautiful but the moments where he's he fights Mbaku and mm-hmm. he becomes king that ch- the, the, it was a little bit choppy so i sure. didn't get the full gravity of like oh this is the moment where he fully accepts the title of black panther yeah. and like this is this is what's going on and it's just it's it was a little bit a little bit odd a, i'm a really
1: curious about like when you go back to avengers age of ultron we all know that joss whedon fought for the farm scene yeah, because Whedon knew that like the importance of that scene of that breather moment and he wanted to be able to spend time with these characters and so he Mm -hmm. fought for that and other stuff got cut. He Mm -hmm. was like, whatever, this thing is very important even though on paper it doesn't seem that. It also influences the
0: marvel universe going forward absolutely absolutely. but he
1: but he was like we need to go meet clint's Mm -hmm. family Mm -hmm. we need to go you know we need to just breathe for a second Mm -hmm. we need to have this moment between bruce and natasha for what we're trying to set up and blah 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 and i feel like i'm curious to see if cougar fought for anything like that i think if he did it would have been the the moment where eric connects with his father yeah because that scene in the apartment that was the the kind of the pacing I was craving, exactly. and I was like, oh. exactly, exactly. Like, we took our Those time with that. So right, it yeah, felt yeah. so good. And what I love that I thought was really ballsy was like they could have stayed on J- John Jordan mm-hmm. on Michael, mm-hmm. but instead, when they cut to Sterling K. Brown and they cut back, they brought in a kid actor. Yep. Yeah. And I was yep. like, ooh, this is thematically, this is choice. <laughs> this yep. is an excellent <laughs> yep. choice because yep. Yep. it just showed what the character was going mm-hmm. through, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. kid actor did a great job. But like, it's just like, boom, Eric's right back to being that. Mm-hmm. Kid. He never got over this death. He. he he never got a, still
2: like, dwelling on it. Every, so everything, loved that, it. every decision he made as, a, as an adult mm-hmm. can go back to that moment where yeah. he was when he was a kid. It's so Love like that. if you break this movie down thematically and everything like that, it works really, really, really well. Mm-hmm. There was just some things in it that took me out. A little bit of the animation when when Black Panther was in his suit, CG was stuff, a little sure. too overanimated. Yeah. A little bit like some of the backbends he would mm-hmm. do. I'm like. Eh, like even if you're Black Panther, mm-hmm. that would break your spine. Especially mm-hmm.
0: um for me the biggest yeah. thing was at the end of the movie where he fights Killmonger on the tr- on like that that subway track right, mm-hmm. right, right. where they're transporting mm-hmm. the vibranium. Mm-hmm. To me that was definitely the most like CG animated sure. yeah. looking sequence yeah. and of the movie.
1: You got to give them credit because they're still finding ways in each of these superhero movies to like have the moment where the the, the hero removes his mask. Yeah. And they found there's that, always little, that. There's, there's always that. There's always that, yeah. but they yeah. found a, I, I think it's a really good creative thing. They found a thing, smart way to smart. Take way so that yeah. we can see their emotions mm-hmm. stuff but yeah mm-hmm. it, and not only that but the, the 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 idea that Wakanda is this fictional African country there is a lot of green screen on display in the film and, it's and a not lot of it the best a lot of it's so good mm-hmm. a lot of it's not always the yeah. best and if you and yeah. if you are kind of used to seeing this these kind of effects it can it, it can take you out a little bit yeah because I was sitting there and I was like man this is such a great scene I know they shot this on a set because it's this lighting is perfect, the background with these beautiful waterfalls, that's going to be all CG stuff. And again, it's like you can't there's no way around it because there's no Wakanda right. yeah, for them to go shoot no, at.
2: And that's that's what I would have to remind myself. It sucks mm-hmm. that I had to remind myself mm. of that though, you know? Cuz there was there was <laughs> sure. this one this one shot in particular that I remember where it's Lupita Nyong'o and Chadwick Boseman sitting on that on the ledge
0: uh, at the end of the movie?
2: No, 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 sort of in the middle. Oh, when they're of in like the a middle. valley. Oh, yeah. beautiful. Yeah, 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 they're looking that's great. Over the valley. But I noticed this dark shadow around Chadwick Boseman's face. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, I I know what that is personally. Mm -hmm. I know that's part of the green screen being keyed out. Mm -hmm. Sure. But uh, other people necessarily won't notice it. Sure. But there's just a little bit of weirdness. It didn't happen on Lupita. Lupita Mm -hmm. had like the perfect, she Mm -hmm. was keyed out perfectly. Like everything was great.
1: And the tricky thing is, it's like, look, the stuff we're talking about. The CG, uh, uh, you know, back-breaking stuff, we see it in Spider-Man Homecoming. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Are we more forgiving to it? Maybe. Sure. I wasn't even in Spider-Man. Like, there was some stuff that... Sure. For sure, for sure. The green screen stuff, we see that shit in Asgard all the time. And you can compare Wakanda to another one of those types of realms. Yeah, exactly. You can even compare it to, like, when they recreated 1940s New York Mm -hmm. and stuff for, like, the first Avenger. Like, anytime we see these big sort of CG environments, Mm -hmm. are we more forgiving for that stuff... Maybe. Why? Because in the same way that people are very specific about like CG Hulk. Mm-hmm. Why? Because Hulk is trying to be a, a real live breathing humanoid. yeah. And we know what humans look
2: like, you know, yeah. as yeah. opposed to right, so, like right.
1: Ultron CG. We're like, whatever. It's a fucking
2: robot, yeah, you know, robot, or vision yeah. and stuff. We have no frame of reference for that. kind the of The thing.
1: thing about Wakanda is like, it's supposed to be in Africa. So there, mm-hmm. you know, it's it is a place like Asgard or like a planet from Gardens of the Galaxy, yeah. but it is down to Earth and it's yeah. in the continent of Africa. Yeah. So there's 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 constant sort of like Realism versus this incredible, you know, the fantasy of this place, the the design of this place, which, sidebar, costumes... Holy shit!
2: Yeah, costume uh, designing on. is
1: gonna We've get in nominated. My blanket,
2: dude. I told no, you guys I was
1: gonna did. wear my blanket for my review, and the, I forgot it. The Ramonda blanket. Yeah, I was like, yeah, oh, that's 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 blanket. I'm absolutely but fired. The costume designer, she's gonna get nominated, and I think yeah. win an Oscar next year for best costume. It's amazing. Design. It is
0: gorgeous. I think, it's, and it's, I think aside from the design itself, it's so rich and vibrant. Dude, the colors. The colors. Yeah. The colors. It's amazing. It's incredible. Absolutely amazing. So good. Incredible. So here's
1: here's my sort of takeaway from black panther i dug this movie and i want to go see it again and here's the thing that i love about the movie that i've also loved about the comics since i've been a marvel fan i've been drawn to spider-man i've been drawn to daredevil i've been drawn to captain america these Mm -hmm. different characters panther was always there but he's not a character that i would necessarily dive into i never gravitated towards him either and and it's understandable even within the world of marvel even though he is this one of the pillars Mm -hmm. of the fictional world The character himself has not had a consistent sort of run and the same sort of support as other Mm -hmm. characters. He's kind of been a fringe character. But here's what I love about the movie and the comics. Since I've been a kid, I have known friends, we know these guys Mm -hmm. who have had a similar experience to me and other guys like me when reading comics where we've loved this this thing since we were five, but Mm -hmm. we still understand, and at one point had to understand, most of these characters are white characters. Most of these characters were created and that's because of the time they were created in yeah. the 60s or earlier mm-hmm. so there's this kind of realization is if you're a comic creator who's not a white guy mm-hmm. they have this like mm, wait this isn't necessarily for me right now right. comics historically have, all, have have been for dudes at least so the so males have this 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 kind of I think feeling about comics and it's changing today and the mm-hmm. demographics are mm-hmm. changing and it's awesome and it's fantastic and now there's you know 50% or whatever of, yep. of, of comic readers and graphic novels and yep. manga are women and that's awesome but I'm saying traditionally in the superhero world, it's been mostly marketed towards dudes. Yeah. But even if you, I mean, so there, there, there's that universal experience. But but you know, below, below that, after that, is this notion of like, I'm a not white guy reading, and my favorite characters are all white, and they've got blue eyes, and they've got black hair and blonde hair and all these different mm. things. And the thing I've loved about Panthers, I've always had friends, black guys, that have this like, oh, I know Black Panther, I yeah. love Black Panther, yeah. and it's this, and I grew it's up this with feeling. Black Panther. This in the same way that I will have a different experience to most people, I think, when I watch the movie Coco right. because of my life experience,
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and that's fine. I'll have a different experience, and I right. love that movie for, for different reasons because I'm bringing my life experience right. to it. That's what Black Panther, the comic, has been and mm-hmm. the movie. Mm-hmm. So my takeaway is like I love the film. There's stuff that I think I'm picking up on, but I want to go see it again and again because mm-hmm. I know that there's stuff in here mm-hmm. that is obviously going to be way more impactful for not just African Americans, not just Black people in the United States, right. but Black people around the world. Yeah. Um, that I will never sort of know and experience, mm-hmm. and I love that about Black Panther. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I'm watching this movie, and I'm like, I cannot wait to get the Latino superhero movie. You know, if that <laughs> that's if what that's what gonna, gonna be a thing, too. if that's gonna wait. be a thing, and it'll be a different experience for me than for most people, and that's okay too. But like, but the 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 thing that I loved about the movie, and I feel like a lot of it is drawing from a famous run of Black Panther comics, Christopher Priest's run, and a lot of the Tanahisi nehisi Coates' recent
2: stuff. There was, the I think the majority was Ta-Nehisi Coates. Well, now, I'm going to let you borrow some Christopher
1: Priest stuff. Okay. Because okay. it, be, But this is the, the great thing about Black yeah. Panther, is that all great Black Panther comics are not just superhero comics. Right, right. They talk about the black experience, mm-hmm. and I think they talk about a uniquely American perspective yeah, of this yeah. fictional African country. Yeah. Now, that may sound, sound weird, but... When you go back to the history of Panther, he was created by two white Jewish guys. Yeah. yeah. Stanley yeah. and Jack Kirby. So the the very conception of Black Panther, I think, has is a very traditional American invention. Right. So it makes sense for there to be an American perspective about this fictional mm-hmm. African country. Mm-hmm. And this movie brought it with... Michael B. Jordan's character Mm -hmm. Ryan Coogler looked at this thing and went what does this mean to me yeah and he when the movie opens in 1992 and we're in Oakland I went (laughs) what is I'm like what is I was not
2: expecting that whatsoever but I I loved it and
1: another great thing I love about the film is is that notion of I don't know if you guys saw this on Twitter a few weeks ago somebody to like two weeks ago somebody Mm -hmm. tweeted Mm -hmm. wait if Wakanda is as powerful as Marvel Comics history says that it is mm-hmm. in that fictional world, why did slavery still happen?
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: This person was not saying, you know, they were not implying that Wakandans themselves were enslaved because right. that th- this person that tweeted that knew right. that that was not the case, right? The, the history of Marvel is that Wakanda's barriers, whether it's through yeah. a force field or even hidden. when it had yeah. a tribe just to yeah. protect it, yeah. it was never breached. No Wakandans were ever enslaved. Mm-hmm. But this person was still questioning the notion of like, why wouldn't Wakanda... Use its resources and power and vibranium and whatever to end slavery around the world, mm-hmm. to help its African mm-hmm. brothers and sisters that were taken mm-hmm. from their homeland. And then our friend Iffy retweeted it and went, huh, holy shit, you make a good point. And that's what Iffy said. And I looked at that and I went, "Huh, holy shit, you make a good point." And I had to go do my research. Yeah. And I went yeah. to my little Marvel encyclopedias. <laughs> Uh-oh. And and Where'd I have I have a thing called the Marvel Atlas and I tweeted out some pictures that I took of it that basically it kind of briefly but tries to comprehensively cover the history of Wakanda. Uh-huh. Now, if you know about the movie Bright,
0: uh-huh. The one that just came out? On Netflix. On Netflix. People had a
1: problem with it, and they're they're totally right, and there's a great YouTube video on it, I believe, by Lindsay Ellis, is the the YouTube Mm -hmm. essay uh, uh, that you can find online that Mm -hmm. I highly recommend. The movie Bright uh, says that fairies and orcs and shit have existed in mankind's history the Mm -hmm. whole time, and yet we still get to a place today where there's like – cholo orcs and gangbanger orcs Mm -hmm. in LA Mm -hmm. and at one point a Mexican guy says hey I still get shit for the Alamo and people watched and went wait so did that mean there were orcs at the fucking Alamo (laughs) why wouldn't human history be drastically different yeah if you're introduced this is this is bad world building Mm -hmm. so what Stanley and Jack Kirby did when they introduced the idea of the Black Panther they kind of skirted around that I think in a smart way by saying and this was the answer I found in my encyclopedia was because Marvel didn't want to rewrite all of human history yeah exactly they were like it sucks, but we're going to keep everything the same up to a certain point. There's we're going to
2: throw a curveball over here.
1: Little <laughs> divergent thing. Oh, mm-hmm. Steve Rogers was Captain America in World War II, and then people thought he died. Yeah, You know, up yeah. to, oh, Iron Man gets, you know, yeah. this kind of difference, like, splits in our history. Yeah. They said that Wakanda was an isolationist country until recent years. Recent years is 13 mm-hmm. years ago, mm-hmm. when the Fantastic Four first showed up, mm-hmm. when Tony Stark gets back from building an Iron Man suit, mm-hmm. when Captain America gets thawed from right. being frozen, Peter Parker gets bitten by a spider, Thor just shows up yeah. in modern, like, yeah. that's 13 years ago mm-hmm. in recent years so stanley and jack kirby were able to say like history is the same and that's not a great that's a shitty answer it is that's a but, shit in it but that's but that's marvel comics like tech like that the, they did basically turn a blind eye and right. that's a part of the movie right is that other black people around the world and wakandans themselves that venture out into the world, they're mm-hmm. going. There are problems. Mm-hmm. There are systemic problems in this world that mm-hmm. Wakanda can say can mm-hmm. do something about. And why aren't we? Help. Why yeah. aren't? And I'm why like, we doing wh- I'm like, what a ballsy and, choice to and make it this happens the movie. to movie.
2: One of the villain's main hangups too. It's mm-hmm. like, why are you guys not helping? You exactly. have the technology.
0: That's why he Help essentially us. wants to take over. Exactly. Wakanda. It's, With it's, great it's power a comes great, great, great through line. I love yeah. it. Yeah. And
1: and it and that is sort of the core of T'Challa's character arc in this story. Is that he's trying to balance, you know, protecting. Wakanda and doing what's right, but also you know, um, and people having differing opinions, and I just think it's great that that, that Ryan Kugler like asks that question. Yeah, absolutely. And I love where the movie ends. Yeah. Because it blows yeah. it up. It just it's just like, okay. It's just like, never where mind. Where do we where, where, do, where do we where do we go from here? Yeah. Where to go from here? Space. So, Space so, <laughs> son.
2: We go to space. <laughs> my takeaway <laughs> is going, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> they're going to go yeah. to space. Right? Yeah. yeah, T'Challa's got satellites <laughs> <Of> and shit, <Jin's laughs> He has to. He yeah. has to. Yeah. Secret but
1: satellites. It makes me want to read more Black Panther comics and I'm going to and I cannot wait. It makes me want to go get the soundtrack. I want to see the movie again, but but again, like I I know that there are things in this movie that are not necessarily that I won't even understand like the the significance that you
2: don't necessarily connect to in a way that somebody with a different experience might that's okay
1: so there are people way more qualified to speak on that stuff on the thematic elements everything else I dug the movie I dug Adam
0: yeah no I thought it was I I thought to me Black Panther the thing that stood out for me the most about it was the fact that it didn't feel like a superhero movie it was unique Mm -hmm. because it felt like a character study of of a man who we meet as a child Or see sort of, not a child, but a very, a little bit of a a younger, more naive stage. And then we have to see him sort of, yeah, accept his fate of being king, being the next Black Panther. Seeing sort of somewhat of deceit that his father may Mm -hmm. have created. Mm -hmm. uh, Things in the past that are now coming back to sort of haunt him. He has to deal with them. And I think, you know, to a certain extent, we've all sort of had to deal with things of the past that have to yeah. deal with our families and how do we yeah, sort yeah. of take that on and how do we deal with it? How do we accept it? Very relatable. And, yeah. and very much sort of stepping up to the mantle and being the man that you need to become. Mm-hmm. But I think what the movie also does so incredibly well is it empowers all the characters around him, mm-hmm. particularly all the female characters. Yes. Oh my god! Which in the Marvel Cinematic 100%. Universe hasn't really happened before. Hashtag dearly lacking. Black girl magic. This movie is
1: <laughs> this movie is such a feminist movie. It's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. It's the the yeah. movie yeah. is basically saying like, hey, all the world's problems are going to be solved by black women. So yeah. let's just yep.
2: you know let's yep. just hear what they've got to say. T'Challa's in trouble. Guess who's going to save him? Yep. Black women yeah, magic. Exactly. Right, exactly. And I think
0: and I think it was so. Great to see how unique they all were. You had Shuri, who was very much the tech wizard who really knew how to protect her brother, defend her or defend Mm -hmm. him when he was potentially going to be under attack. The fact that the suit can absorb so much kinetic energy, he can then deploy back Mm -hmm. on his enemies. The fact that Okoye is such a well-skilled, trained leader general at the Dora Milaje Mm -hmm. and that, you know... T'Challa can really count on her as yeah. as his right-hand woman to really defend him and protect him and essentially almost be kind of stronger than him in yeah. some cases. I mean, definitely. Yeah, definitely. and then you have Nakia, oh. who very much is like, she's basically like the 007 of, of yeah. Wakanda. Yeah. Where she she's goes on best. all these different missions inside and outside of Wakanda. Yeah. She's a spy, yeah. She's willing to get involved with outside things that maybe are outside yeah. of sort of what is what would be considered Wakanda's sort of... You know jurisdiction, yeah. but she's not afraid to do it because yep. she knows she has to because it's the right thing to do. Yep, absolutely, I love the fact that each of those characters had so many unique traits and, and mm-hmm. unique personalities, mm-hmm. and then his mother also having something like that because Angela Bassett. she's now inherited mm-hmm. the responsibility of being sort yeah. of the main royalty to to keep the family together to yeah. ensure that. You know, he lives up to the expectations of what a Black Panther is, what Absolutely. a king should be, Absolutely. what what he needs to in order to protect his nation. Mm-hmm. And she's obviously there for him too to 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 lend a shoulder to cry on or yeah. moral support and a foundation. And I think yeah. it's so great for him to have a mother and a sister that do that. Yeah. And I think in a lot of cases, there are people in this country and other country in all parts of the world that don't have a parent, don't have either parent, don't mm-hmm. have a sibling mm-hmm. that they can't really rely on. It's nice to see a superhero to that really has that and embraces that because most superheroes other than maybe Superman we don't really see the parents no you don't really get a glimpse in their family not really like we see and you know with Lois Lane we have General Lane but he is a very particular type of character Clark Kent at least to a certain point has his mother yeah Batman doesn't have parents yeah as far as I know we don't really get to see too much of Green Lantern's family. Uh, you know, Fly, like Flash, we could see his dad, but he's in prison. Yeah. You know, Peter Parker, we have Anne May. So it's like very, very limited. It's mm-hmm. nice to see that. There's a lot of tragedy involved. A lot of tragedy. And there yeah. still
1: is with T'Challa because T'Chaka <laughs> dies. Exactly. Or, yeah, of to course. Pa- to pass on that lineage. But mm-hmm. like, you're absolutely right. In the beginning of the movie, you know, he says, like, I- I'm not ready to be king. And his mm-hmm. father says, You need to surround yourself with people you trust. Yeah. And he that's did. what and that's he's what not the movie ready to is. be king
2: because his father's not there. Yeah. Though. That's the reason yeah. why. Right. Yeah. And so you, you feel that love. You feel that family love. Yeah. I I think that's my takeaway with this movie. It's 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 a it's an amazing movie, but it has deeper messages that I think mm-hmm. we need a little bit more time to process oh, cuz we're still certainly. like in the mm-hmm. in the middle of it, but it's about father-son relationships and like father's abandonment not necessarily because of their choice but because of circumstances beyond their reach Mm -hmm. you know so father sons especially in the african-american community father-son relationships aren't necessarily the strongest Mm -hmm. and and i mean that goes with anybody though like anybody can have a tough relationship with their dad yeah but 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 that is in the the african-american community you know it's it's a thing and
1: so Uh, you know you just talking about that right now augustine like you made me realize that eric killmonger's father and exactly. losing him to this violence exactly. i'm like that is a common real life story right
2: exactly it's just mm-hmm. when that, and they were literally why...
1: in that neighborhood in that apartment co- i'm like that's that they're in the hood that's, that's what that's you know that's like why that's why that, I that love parallel that moment because
2: yeah. ryan Cooper knew how to do that he, <sighs> he knew that those father-son relationships are complicated and so that's that's one of the things where where i feel he shined the most because Everything else felt kind of choppy, and I felt the writing was a little bit weird at times. Mm-hmm. But when it came to those relationships, when when Black Panther, when T'Challa was talking to T'Chaka in, in that astral form or whatever, mm-hmm. that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, those when moments he turns from
1: a Panther to T'Chaka, I was yeah. like, that's God. dope. It was beautiful. It was, so it was yeah. beautiful. And then yeah.
2: when, when when Eric Killmonger was turning into the Black Panther, that had an yeah. amazing moment uh. too. So I think Ryan Coogler really hit the mark when it comes to things like that, which is which is things that I feel like we can explore later on, because this sure. is like, it's. But like, I'm, I'm still like, trying to process it. But I'm not point. mad at it. Like that's no. as I'm sitting in it's the amazing. middle of the
1: movie, I'm like, I cannot wait to see this a second time to continue to, to you know to exactly. like to really study this and figure to really out what. And then the, you know, also
2: the, the other movement that was amazing was when he let the ship appear in Oakland, and these mm. little kids were like, yeah. "Oh my God! Oh my! We've never seen stuff like this." And the one yeah. little kid was like is this yours? Like what, like, how do we like, I, I'm you? interested. Yeah. I want to to see more of this Yeah. and he's going to build a whole community center, which is yeah. amazing. Hector- it's like deep, deep themes that are here that we need to explore yeah. more.
0: Yeah. And Hector and I were saying before we started recording was like for us, that little kid was Ryan Coogler, first mm-hmm. discovering Black mm-hmm. Panther mm-hmm. and saying, "There yes. is somebody out there like me who mm-hmm. is powerful and wants to do good." And how important and it that's mm-hmm. inspirational. For and them. how important it is yep. for
1: an American yeah.
0: black kid to mm-hmm. see
1: a king of an African country that mm-hmm. was never colonized. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is stuff that, like, again, I, I can't, I don't know exactly. what that it will be like ever. It's like, it takes a lot I don't, of processing you know, yeah. because ev every, every aspect of Latino. And and Central American and South American cultures and everything like yeah. has colonization as a part of it. Yeah, there's no sort of version of Black Panther for like for like my family and heritage like and Mexican, ancestors because and stuff. our Mexican ancestry
2: yeah. is like it's Spain, because of colonization. Boom, boom you know? a bunch of uh, yeah. you know
1: and and it, but like nobody has like has tried to. That's what's so cool and interesting and unique about Panther is yeah. it like no like yeah. there isn't a oh this is kind of a trope.
2: Yeah, that yeah, that exactly.
1: that like non-white cultures. There, every version has a, a a fantasy world where like, what if, you know, colonization never happened? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. only Black Panther. Yeah. I can't, I mean, I don't know if there is any other. Right. Yeah. And it's really interesting. It, it, I, I remember going back to um when I was in college, I took a, a class, I forget what the class was, but we were talking, we were discussing Tarzan and the mm-hmm. sort of racist history of Tarzan mm-hmm. and some of those themes and everything in it. And I introduced like i said like uh teacher have you heard of black panther mm-hmm. and she was like no what is that and i'm like this is a marvel comic book and and this is the idea that it presents and she was like oh that's very interesting this sort of like this this tarzan for black people this this completely <laughs> different you know
2: this guy yeah, who yeah, rises yeah.
1: up and sort of becomes the leader of this world but it's yeah. again it's it's devoid of of those kinds of influences and everything and it, yet at the same time again because it was created by Stanley and Jack Kirby and then worked on by many different writers and artists mm-hmm. over the years mm-hmm. it to me it does have a uniquely American Absolutely. respect it yeah. was so important for that kid at the end to be in Oakland Absolutely. as opposed to a kid in Wakanda who grew up in Wakanda right. knows about and knows Wakanda and he's got
2: yeah. one of those bracelets mm-hmm. and he's just like this is yeah. a normal part of his life yeah. Yeah. there
1: there are other scenes at the end of this movie after this movie takes place where T'Challa does that to other black communities around the world yeah. and it's just as impactful yeah. but it's but it, it was um, on purpose that it had that 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 whole element of the story took place Happened in Oakland, in Oakland. Yeah. on purpose. Mm-hmm. It's the end of the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. It it th- yes. that scene, the broom kid, is the moment w- where it the movie was like, this is why Star Wars is important. Yeah. And at yeah. the end of Black Panther, it's about representation. It's like, this is why Black Panther is important. Yeah. Yep. This kid's gonna look up at T'Challa and be like, mm-hmm. How, what kind of impact is that gonna have on this kid? Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Man, yeah. I, I need to, I need a lot more time. Yeah. I need another rewatch. But just to wrap it up, I'm yeah. gonna say this movie's amazing. Besides the things that I I feel like could have been done better, everybody needs to absolutely go out and watch this movie. Everybody will take away something different from this movie. Totally. Because of your own personal life experience. So... Go out, watch it three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times if you have to. to in 3D. Understand it. In 3D. <laughs> at least once. At least one time. Do me that solid. <laughs> Do 3D. me that solid. If you're already planning on seeing it like
1: five times, be like, give me
2: the fourth give, one, put it in 3D. Give me one in 3D. Yeah. If you're going to see it four times, give me one in 3D. If you're going to go see it
1: in 270 <laughs> degrees, you definitely got to go see yeah, it in 3D. Yeah. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so definitely. Di- so that Disney can put it out on 3D Blu-ray for me, please. So they'll they'll put like, it oh, out. the 3D sales on 3D. are good. They'll put it uh, out We'll fucking see. All We'll see.
0: I just want to say a last thing too is I think cinematography, music, uh, art direction, all of the technical elements and all sort of the creative elements were Mm -hmm. top They were on point. I feel
2: like I feel like there's not much you can say because yeah. when it's done right, there's yeah. not a lot to talk about. It's For just sure. amazing.
0: Yeah, super super good. Yeah. super good. Um, Alright, so we're going to shift a little bit. That's our Black Panther review. Make sure you guys let us know in the comments below oh, what your oh, thoughts were on Black Panther. One more thing. Shout yeah. out
2: to Travis Frucci and and oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Fruch. who was in the credits of this movie. Yeah, Old, coworker old co-workers. Ours, uh, really cool guys.
1: bunch so. of old co-workers. It's always great to see your yeah. guys' yeah, names. Yeah, in it's there. good yeah, to see yeah. all your guys' names in the credits. Simon Kerr, my buddy Simon.
0: So many people. So
2: all that good stuff.
0: Alright, so we're going to shift gears a little bit we're going to talk about we're going to briefly touch on this because <laughs> what is there to say I
2: feel like <clears throat> well we've known this news for a long time yes like, or no we, we've, oh oh we, this news I thought we were talking about the next thing no, sure, no, no. whatever
0: uh, very very interesting um, there's a report out that sort of goes back and talks about what really happened leading up to Zack Snyder exiting Justice League mm-hmm. the only thing I'm going to say about this is that the article says that he was fired it sort of gives reasonings why mm-hmm. primarily because the original or I would say the first sort of rough cut of the movie was quote unquote unwatchable. That's when they brought in Joss Whedon and then they use the unfortunate event of what happened with his daughter yeah. as a way to sort of part ways with this, yeah. Zack Snyder. So, so to save face, so to save never, face yeah, could, yeah. and to sort of let Zack have his, have an exit that is not, Hey, we fired you. Hey, we're doing this because a tragedy happened, mm-hmm. you know, whether so, or not that's true I don't care. Don't come at me in the comments telling me what's right or what's wrong. You don't know. We don't know. We're not a news site. We're just going based off of facts that we or things that we read and hear Mm -hmm. on the internet. Whether that's true, I don't really give a shit. Mm -hmm. I think I said it on Twitter. Somebody tweeted this link to us and asked us what our thoughts were. All I said was it's over and it's done with. Justice League has happened. It's now on Mm -hmm. digital. It's going to be on Blu-ray next month. Zach's out. I I don't care about the production. I don't care about... Who made this movie? Who didn't make this movie? The movie is what it is. Yep. We got some deleted scenes. Yep. Two, both of them being with Superman. One of him going back into the chamber to get his Superman suit. Mm-hmm. He walks past a black and silver suit. Everyone's up in arms that that wasn't in the movie. If he never intended wearing the suit anyways, who cares? The second scene is of him going to meet Alfred, which we saw at the trailer. The end of the trailer. Yeah, where, where he
2: says, uh, you, "Let's hope you're not me, too he late. You'll be here exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly."
0: Yeah. And to me, again. It's three it's like two, three minutes of footage, two and a half minutes of footage that wouldn't have changed anything about the movie. The movie still would have been the movie. Yeah. So I get that there's a lot of fans out there who who look at that footage and they go, This would have been really cool. But I was telling Hector before we started recording is like we resurrect Superman, he goes to the farm, he goes to the ship, mm-hmm. he goes to Alfred, and then he goes to Russia. Right. So much happening. Just yeah. get to the point. There's no point
2: in having it. And and it's another, it's it's a it's a thing of coulda, woulda, shoulda. Like, yeah, yeah sure. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. You can yeah. argue that all day. Exactly. Proof's in the pudding, dude. The movie is the movie, and you're not going to change it no matter how much your opinion Either you like it and or you don't. Yeah, either you like it or you don't. It's, it's, I still am of the belief that like a movie, the final product
1: should be judged, whatever was theatrically released. I agree. And part of movie making is that it is collaborative. Exactly. So it is not just one person. It is not just, it's not. Producers it's not the are Snyder show. Producers are part of that element too, yeah, man. And yeah. if you watch a movie and you love it, mm-hmm. it's because the director was great, the writer was great, the producers also mm-hmm. did their fucking jobs, mm-hmm. man. The mm-hmm. cast pulled mm-hmm. it in. Like every element the of that artists, production. Some people, you the like. costumes. The if everybody. If you yeah. dislike a movie, it is not because one person was trying to do a great thing and everybody else like, then you should judge that movie for what this final product Mm -hmm. is. That includes producers, the studio, Mm -hmm. the writing, Mm -hmm. the acting, the directing, the costumes, the visual effects, all of it. If you Mm -hmm. like or dislike a movie, you got to give credit to the whole team. Mm -hmm. It cannot just be Mm -hmm. the one. I don't like the idea of a director's cut being released later because I'm like, no, you guys, all of the people, good or bad, that put this movie together, right. should that—that's
2: what you put, right? And if also, you, know, you can't erase my brain. Like I saw what I saw. Yeah, you know, like I—I I know what what is there, and <clears throat> the fact that maybe there was some disagreements at the studio and all of a sudden mm-hmm. you feel like you have to put your version out mm-hmm. already kind of puts another bad taste in my mouth
1: i agree you know mm-hmm. i agree so it's, it's like, not a
2: good situation
1: even with stuff like the richard donner cut for superman 2 which i think is better to watch it's mm-hmm. it's it's better than the uh than what's the other richard director's lester. name richard lester like cut that was mm-hmm. still what warner brothers put out yeah, in 1980 right, right. or 1982 or whatever it was 81 man. that came out and like like Augustine said, like the, whatever comes out later is just gonna put a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah. And I know that Blade Runner, the the final cut is probably better, you know, that doesn't have that that uh, right. that narration or whatever than whatever was a the theatrical. But like for better or worse, whoever's idea it was to put that out in 1982, yeah. they should have to deal with those consequences. Right. Exactly. Producers exactly. included. If mm-hmm. producers make a bad call on, a, then they shouldn't be producers anymore. Yep. Then you should be like, no. No, don't, don't work on the creative. Mm -hmm. Don't do that. Because look at, look at the movie that we ended up with. And, Mm -hmm. and, and, and unfortunately, part of these processes, and I'm not saying that this is what the case is in Justice League, not at all. I don't think this is the case, actually. But a lot of the times in these studio machines, like certain people will want to you know, it's too many cooks in the kitchen, yeah, absolutely. And, absolutely and part of being a good producer and part of being a good sort of team player is to kind of delegate and to know when to mm-hmm. to allow a a a storyteller to tell the story and then when mm-hmm. to come in and be like, no man, for time and for pacing and for that like we got to mm-hmm. do that. We have to finish. Mm-hmm. it's it's art and commerce. it's mm-hmm. both. Mm-hmm. So I know it sounds like I'm saying uh, like I'm I'm sounding like I'm contradicting myself, but what I'm trying to say is that everybody involved should be. To praise or to blame mm-hmm. for whatever the absolutely. thing absolutely, and, and they all and share in the responsibility of the final product. Totally. The movie's done, yeah. and it's it's just like it's just not positive to continually being like release the Snyder
0: Cut. I'm yeah. like that's not it it helping matter. anybody. No, especially it's be, not especially helping because, anybody. because from everything that like there are some people that are saying not, all the footage doesn't exist, and some mm-hmm. people are saying some of it does. We're never going to know. No, it doesn't look like Warner Brothers has any intention of putting out a Snyder no. Cut. If they do in some crazy future, that's great. But again, that's not going to change the movie that. We out in given. november yeah exactly it's kind of yeah, like I'm the ultimate cut with bbs and the regular and theatrical cut mm-hmm. does the ultimate cut fix some things of the uh, theatrical yes it adds on a little bit of but stuff did it
1: go back in time and was released no. instead yeah, no. No. no so it's
2: like <laughs> no i feel like to some people's head in some people's heads it did yeah i mean and like, that's fine back because in time and when there's options like that some people yeah. can
1: can mm-hmm. choose that to be like well mm-hmm. my preferred
2: version mm-hmm. is of daredevil
1: the director's cut yeah, with yeah. coolio it's like that's cool that's fine enjoy that but like that wasn't what was released in 2003 in theaters you know like it doesn't it didn't it didn't erase the He's other version yeah yeah
0: so, yeah. so I, I think that's the biggest thing is like you guys can argue about it all you want at the end yeah. of the day it's not going to matter we're moving on we're done, skis we're, with done. we're done we're done we're moving on yeah. let's look let's look, negative, forward, let's look forward to aquaman let's look look forward Thank to you. the movies that they're going to be Shazam. doing from here on out mm-hmm. Whether or not Zack Snyder comes back or doesn't, we're not going to know. As far as we know, Mm -hmm. no, he's not coming back. He'll have a producer credit on some movies. That'll kind of be it. So I'm like, I'm just so over people tweeting me this stuff and asking Mm -hmm. me my opinion. I don't care. I'm ready for the next movie. All right. Well, then let's move on to the next topic. (laughs) So this was crazy. I did not know this. I did not know this little piece of history. I guess there's a book coming out that talks about sort of the history Mm -hmm. of Marvel and Sony or just Marvel in general and sort of film franchises. But I did not know that Sony almost owned all the rights to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Ooh, they almost had rights I to Iron either. Man, to Captain America, wow. to uh, Black Panther, other characters. And it was funny because I guess one of the executives uh, who was there at the time said, no one gives a shit about these other Marvel characters. Go back and give us a deal just for wow. Spider-Man. So let me be the first
1: to say, <laughs> thank you very much, yep. unnamed producer. <laughs> I'm glad it didn't happen, you fucking moron. <laughs> And a big yeah, old ding-dong? fuck you, buddy. Um, that is
2: insulting. <laughs> that is straight up insulting. You know but what Hector, I mean? It's your favorite character, Spider-Man. I love got, Spider-Man. That got the green light. I love like, Spider-Man, but even kind of kicked off the whole universe. As I we know would
1: it. not be surprised if the producers, or again, even the director Sam Raimi, the writers of that first Spider-Man film, yeah. were looking mm-hmm. at what came before. In terms of like, oh, the Batman movies each had a different actor, a guest actor playing the villain. And then at the end of each movie, the villain died. Mm -hmm. I would not be surprised if they looked at what came before. And were like, let's kill Willem Dafoe's Norman Osborn at the end of this movie. Yeah. Like he dies in the comics. As opposed to having that forethought to know... I, like, I bet you Kevin Feige, when he was like an, an associate producer mm-hmm. on those films, I bet you he was a guy going, uh, why don't we keep him alive so that we can build towards a Sinister yeah. Six? Yeah. And somebody went, no, that's not how you make a fucking movie. Yeah. This shit happens, all the, know, the this happens all the time. The escape of movies was different back then. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you know, you know? So I wouldn't be surprised. It doesn't surprise me that a Sony... Sorry, Sony. Sony, you guys have shit the bed a lot of times. It's a bummer. <laughs> it's a bummer because I want your movies to be Poops. awesome. <laughs> and yet exactly. we get things mm-hmm. where... It feels as if you don't get, care as much about. Look, we just
2: talked. Venom. We just talked. We
1: just sorry, talked about sorry. Black
0: Panther. Sorry, you're right there. Venom. Sound a little symbiotic. I mean, sick. <laughs> I'm Black sick.
1: Panther. I'm sick, God, man, Black Panther was it, all of the Marvel movies up to this point. Mm. Even the weird ones like Thor Ragnarok that aren't super Thor-y, they still are given so much love and care. Yeah. And it's and it's it blows my mind that there are people that work on and I don't want to sound like an annoying like fanboy. But it blows my mind that there are executives at these movie studios that think that like the properties that they have are shit. Then it's like, then what are you what are you doing if you if you can't get into this thing and research it and believe it and understand why it is a successful thing in the first place and understand why anybody would even bring this to your table to be like, let's adapt this,
2: because Hector, you you saw that documentary of the toys that made us, right? Mm -hmm. Like, have you seen it, Adam? Mm -hmm. It's fascinating. It's great. But look at the He-Man. Why the He-Man movie was made? Mm-hmm. Literally, the only reason that movie was made was because of the toys, and they didn't give a fuck about what happened. Well, oh, that's there. why
0: Batman and Robin was made, right?
2: Sure. So that I mean, that's the old mentality that yeah. that movie used products, to have, and I you know? think I think
1: that audiences are getting more savvy with the shit because of how familiar everybody is and how like you know knowledgeable we are about the filmmaking mm-hmm. process while they're doing it. Like right. we're learning right. all the tidbits and stuff, and so like when we hear a director's name, like Michael Bay for Lobo. Everyone's going to be like, "Really, dude? Really?" Oh. Do you know what I mean? As opposed God, to like yeah, when we hear like inspired <laughs> choices for directors or inspired choices for right, casting right. or it just there you can just tell sometimes in the production of a yeah. film mm-hmm. and if they're still like like wild like, "Oh, Taika Waititi for Thor 3." Like, right. what the hell is that yeah. going to be? The trailer will come out and we'll and people will then, you know, it's
2: like this is something different, a new version. It's yeah, like yeah. somebody so, tweeted out us. Did you guys see that tweet where like Marvel's catching all this new revolutionary talent, and mm-hmm. DC's like Lobo movie. Let's get Michael, Michael Bay. Bay. It's yeah. Just a like, bummer, man.
1: Oh,
3: yeah,
2: it's a yeah. bummer. But What's going on but here? DC's
1: could have had got. Yeah. Like, Warner Brothers have got. Who do they got directing Shazam? David F. Sandberg. Interesting. I'm interested in that. I'm. <laughs> okay. in, you know what I mean? Okay. I'm not like like retching at You're it not like lo- blown uh,
0: away either, yeah here, but sure but it's you he's know still, he's still a, he's still an
1: up-and-coming director look i wasn't blown away when they announced james gunn who directed slither to do That's guardians true. of the galaxy and then look at the ultimate proof of this is guardians of the galaxy they yeah. took a talking raccoon in a yeah. talking tree that said one word mm-hmm. and made you give a shit about them so there's no excuse for I any of these grouped. like basically every comic book character is better than guardians of the galaxy <laughs> Realistically, so I like mean, you have I, no excuse I, for honestly, not making as good a movie.
2: The only reason I knew about Guardians of the Galaxy because I heard that movie was being made, so I went and did my homework. Yeah. Before mm. that, I didn't know who Star Lord was. Yeah. Star Lord. Star Lord. But to go back to, to kind of go back to the topic, Fuck. Adam and Hector, what do you feel like? Say Sony did buy the <clears> universe. <throat> or, what would it have?
0: They would have. They
1: would have burned I, it into the
2: ground, <laughs> and then
0: eventually well, the like th- Would have played by white guy. The <laughs> same
1: thing that happened. No shit.
0: No kidding, dude. Real talk. Real talk. He'd have been played by fucking. Let's see. Yeah. Two thousand two. He'd have been played by like Hayden Christensen, Brad Pitt, like or something. Some,
2: some really tan white guy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this summer, the king of Wakanda.
2: Robert Downey Jr. In Trump arrives.
1: And <laughs> yep. I'm a dude disguised. It. No, you know what they would have said? They would have. It's like the last samurai. The movie. The movie would have been about a white guy raised in Wakanda yeah. who yeah, grows up to be king. It would
0: have been about uh, what's his name? Like the only Mike one. Freeman's character. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Everett K. Everett Ross, K. Ross, played
2: by Brad Pitt, in exploring this mysterious the, nation in the jungle. The
0: last
1: king of Wakanda, and he's like. <laughs> I don't know if I can be king. All these black women are like, but you have to but save us. You have us. to
2: be king. Oh, look, Christ. we're making
1: fun of you, studios, because this is the kind of shit that you've pulled historically. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. it just reminds me of the commentary. <laughs> it's true. It reminds me of the commentary for the Amazing Spider-Man Two. B- oh beautiful God. shot of new york one of the people on the commentary track is like oh hey uh producer number one do you want to tell everybody why we shot in new york mm-hmm. first answer yeah the tax breaks <laughs> and right then i want to be like go no, fuck you yourself fuck. dude <laughs> at least do the kevin feige thing and know how to yeah. do pr yeah. Yeah. you yeah. shot in new york because mm-hmm. spider-man is it's new york new yep go fuck yourself that made me Isn't so it? mad that that's yeah. like the Isn't sony it? attitude yeah. sony did uh did they do the emoji movie
0: i believe so i don't, I don't care. I think it lost so much money for them. We don't care who did that movie. Yeah. I should care because I
2: should never watch anything they did. Well, the one
0: thing that you and I like to do is we like to do this like role reversal hypotheticals. And we always talk about like, what if, what Mm -hmm. if instead of in 2008, instead of getting Iron Man, we got Batman Begins? Mm -hmm. You know, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But I agree. I think the landscape would have been very different. For sure, this would not have been an interconnected universe. For Mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. The only thing that I think maybe could have happened is if they got the Punisher. Then maybe in Spider-Man 2, when you Mm -hmm. actually see Frank Castle, it would have been Frank Castle, but it would have been only a nod. Yeah.
1: And I I think that's kind of it. I think it's fascinating that none of the studios had owned the rights to various characters. Because remember, Fox had X-Men and Fantastic Four since Mm -hmm. the beginning. Hulk was universal mm. along with namor the submariner which i so, think has
0: gone back to
1: oh and fox also had marvel. daredevil back then yeah possibly yeah, they did. Possibly. yeah but like and all those characters new line had like man thing and blade. punisher and blade yeah the point Sony is, is had that ghost rider spider-man yes yeah the point is is that it wasn't until 2008 it wasn't until marvel studios it wasn't mm-hmm. until various successes and failures mm-hmm. with these characters and marvel was left with c-string mm-hmm. characters that nobody they're like iron man with tom cruise may have happened yeah but when that fell through, mm-hmm. it was like, "What do we have left? Ugh, we have the B and C list characters mm-hmm. that could form the Avengers." The dingus, Iron Man. It had to take a Kevin Feige to go. <laughs> this is why people love these comics yeah. because the characters cross over and yeah. they know each other. Yeah. So let's build towards that. Yeah. A movie studio would have never done that and taken that risk. Yeah, so like, right. maybe yeah, maybe Sony would have been like, "Next summer, Sony's."
0: Thor and it yeah. would have
2: been like a comedy a dun- yeah. like it, they just would have crashed yeah. everything into the ground. No I agree we would not
0: be Brad looking Pitt at Brad would have definitely been playing Thor We point.
2: would not be looking at an Infinity War right now. No. Definitely.
0: No we would be
1: looking at like Iron Man 2 right yeah. now. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. again it would have crashed Marvel Studios would have started it up but yep. just later and like you know in 2018 would yeah. have been like the Incredible Hulk. Totally. Mm-hmm. Or like totally. Captain America the first event like mm-hmm. that's what would have happened. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: got thing got happened the way it happened because yeah. otherwise <laughs> we would have been in the pooter. Um <laughs> New, yeah. new X-Men movie. Adam, you're on fire tonight. New X-Men friend. movie apparently coming from. Oh, uh, talking about the pooter. Talking about it. Coming from Tim Miller <laughs> and Brian Michael Bendis. Tim Miller is a Deadpool director? Deadpool? Former, former Deadpool director Tim Miller, who is supposed to be directing the new Terminator franchise for James Cameron, I'd be down for is that. apparently developing 143, a new Kitty Pride movie based on Uncanny X-Men number 143, where Kitty Pride apparently fought a demon in the X-Mansion. Now, I don't know if that's what the movie's going to be or if they're just using that as a co title. I don't know if that was the introduction to Kitty Pride in the comic books. It was one of her, I
1: think, if not her introduction, one of, her one of the earliest appearances because yeah. she yeah, was known as is... Kitty Pride or maybe even Sprite was mm-hmm. her like superhero codename mm-hmm. that she chose for herself. And eventually she dropped it and just, yeah. became, it just became Shadow Cat and Shadow then, Cat. then just Cat. dropped that and was like, I'm just Kitty Pride. Yeah, like, yeah, just yeah. call me Kitty Pride. I don't have a Kitty. secret yeah. identity. Yeah. And so, she was like 13 in that appearance. She was okay. super young because she's always been a younger character. This is a mistake.
2: <laughs> it's an absolute mistake. I just it's so dumb to be breaking up the X-Men this way. Yeah. Kitty mm. Pride is an integral part of the X-Men. I love Kitty Pride. She's she's absolutely yes. important because yes. she's been there. People don't know that she's been there from the beginning. Yeah. I had to listen to the podcast, uh, what's it called? Explaining the X-Men yeah. to actually real because i thought i knew a lot about the x-men mm-hmm. i did not know a lot about the x-men because there's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that happened mm-hmm. that like x-force and the new mutants and all and how it's all interconnected mm-hmm. and kitty pride is an integral part and even now in the comic runs she's mm-hmm. the oh, leader yeah. of the x-men yeah. yes she's like, the he- she's, she's the headmistress she's
1: important she's the new charles xavier
2: why are we focusing on this right now i don't know like, you're yeah making that's the X question movie yeah yeah where she's the leader of a team not not bad not, so far, no, not bad. No, not but bad at why all. Why at this time? Where, where, where's, where's the, the timeline? Where's yeah? What's the timeline? You why know, is I care is is one forty
0: three going to be a movie that is going to introduce us to Kitty Pryde? Kind of like how it does in the comic books, uh, which um, apparently was her first solo adventure, one of her first solo adventures. But is mm. it going to be that thing where we're going to introduce the character and then we're going to use this movie to sort of tie it into? Prequel? The X-Men movies that are currently happening with Ty Sheridan and Sophie Turner, the, the is she going to end up being the new leader? The like, other what? thing that, that people online
1: have been saying about this is that like it just feels a little bit like, oh, you guys don't have your finger on the pulse because people love Logan. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to do a young girl, female-centric mm-hmm, movie, mm-hmm. you give it to Laura.
0: You give, give it, it to, to X-23 because she Which earned I it. I think James Mangold is still
1: developing which would be cool. So, I think I think that coupled with what you said Augustine like why are we focusing on this at this time? Is this is this an an unintended effect of the Logan story which was yeah. like we're just going to do a one-off movie that basically says whatever to the rest of the continuity and mm-hmm. it was such a good movie that now they're looking at this and they're going, "Yeah, let's do the same thing except instead of an old man Logan, we'll do a yeah. young woman Kitty Pride yeah, yeah, as like a prequel like her origin story." But that's not always going to work. The X-Men is a team. This is a tone-deaf decision. We're in a, like, we're in a different point in superhero yeah. movies right now. Does, yeah. does Tim we're Miller and there. Brian
0: Michael Bendis being on board and developing this give you guys any, any confidence? Or I, is love, this... I
1: love Brian Michael Bendis, yeah. and I think he writes Kitty Pride very well, mm-hmm. and he's a mm-hmm. phenomenal writer. And I'm surprised that it, it took this long for him to be, like, this attached to a movie. Yeah. Right. He's come and done right. touch-ups and different things on mm-hmm. movies, and he's been part of the Marvel Creative Trust when they were asking him about, what do you think of Iron Man's Cave, like, back in 2007 mm-hmm. or whatever, like, hmm, help us with some jokes or whatever, but, like... Even that, I just, Mm-mm. it's its a thing where the X-Men world is in this weird state of flux that it's yeah. not, it doesn't have that momentum that Marvel also don't know where has. it's going. No. It does not have that it, momentum. It's
2: its just odd. It's when, just, I feel like there's yeah. no connection to this and they don't really know how to build hype for these movies because I feel like it's just coming out of left field, you know? When
1: Marvel announces it's phase four or whatever after Avengers Infinity War Part 2, yeah, everything is going to make sense and every announcement we're going to be stoked about. Right, right. I wish that was the case for like X-Men movies at this point, but again, it does not have that momentum (laughs) that the rest of the franchise is just like either building on it or like in such a good place, or that they have this person that like kind of knows what would be great. And when something like this comes out, people are going, look, man, especially after Black Panther, especially after rumors that like Angela Bassett almost played her Mm -hmm. back in the Mm nineties. Where is the effing Storm movie? Storm is a character that deserves her own movie. It's all about hashtag Black Girl Magic right now. This is the this is what people are asking for, this is what they're demanding. And the X Men have an incredible Diverse cast of great characters. Mm-hmm, not that Kitty mm-hmm. Pride isn't great. She's phenomenal, but it's this thing of like if they came out and announced a storm movie, people would be like, "No, this is great. Shit. Yeah. Cool. What is it? Is it gonna be Halle Berry? What's what is yeah. this? What's it gonna be? Mm-hmm. As opposed to guys, what about this? And everyone's like, We didn't ask. And what for about it? an
2: integral X-Men that nobody's ever heard of before? Kitty Pride. Yeah. And she doesn't have the greatest name either. Like yeah. the, her name's not yeah. exciting. It's just Shadow like Shadow Cat. Yeah. Shadow Cat. No. Kitty Pride. Kitty yeah, Pride. It's Kitty Pryde. Yeah. I don't know. So it's just it's it's a left field mm. decision, and just the X Men franchise after Days of Future Past was kind of a pooper scooper. Oh man. Well, plus I think you know we still have we still Oof. have
0: like a year, year and a half before we know exactly what's going to happen with this merger with Disney. Yeah. We this mm-hmm. movie could be announced, and then in six months we find out. Oh, never mind, they're not doing it. Like look at Gambit. I Gambit, like Gambit that... again hit another snag. <laughs> again.
2: Yeah.
1: We Just got,
0: kill it! We got Deadpool. We got X Men. X Men, Dark Phoenix
2: coming yes. out this year, and okay. New, New Mutants next year. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna keep saying this. We've been on YouTube for almost four years now. We've yeah. been talking about Gambit since almost the beginning. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go ahead and
0: say it, man. Guys, next week is our one year anniversary of being here at Hyper RPG. Oh, really? Is it? Yeah. That's cool. Oh, that's nice. I think it's next week or the week after. Oh, next nice. week nice. nice. after. We Obviously,
1: should we say, say it, man. Will Gambit happen? No, Gambit's not gonna happen.
0: Nobody
2: wants Gambit to happen. Burn
0: it to the fucking ground, guys.
2: Sorry, Channing.
0: Sorry, Sorry man. it's buddy. not gonna happen. Sorry, buddy. man. Sorry. Hey, we should close this out on a happy on a happy ending. Yeah. yeah. We should watch the trailer for the Incredibles too. Because <laughs> I haven't
2: seen it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Neither,
0: <laughs> Neither has I. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen either. I this saw it skills cool. me with so much. Joy. What I did see was uh I love Michael Giacchino so much, and I love now, especially that he's going on social media. He's posting little mm-hmm. clips. Mm-hmm. He posts a little bit of a snippet from Culver City where they're doing the uh, score yeah. at the uh, Sony yeah. Sony yeah. sound stages, yeah. and it's the title card, and it's just like it's just the opening. Got that energy. It might still be
1: Michael Giacchino's best score still. Oh, I love it incredible. Incredible. so much. Between that amazing. and Star Trek, mm-hmm.
0: it's some some yeah. some good yeah. stuff. Dun, dun, um, dun, 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 but let's dun, check out this dun, trailer. Incredibles Two Olympic sneak peek. Behold the underminer. They start off with the underminer. Watch after Jack, Jack. I thought we were going to go trampoline. Uh-oh. Superheroes are illegal. We want to fight bad guys. I am a bad guy. It defines who I am. We're not saying you have. What? Someone on TV said it. <laughs> I was approached by this tycoon wants to talk about hero stuff. Help me bring supers back into the sunlight. We need Elastigirl. Bye, sweetie. Uh, I'll watch oh, the kids. Shit. No problem. Bye, Bob. Supposed to do it, Dad. They want us to do it. This I don't way. know that way. Why would they change math? Math is
2: math. <laughs> <is map. laughs> All over Düsseldorf, doozles are dozing. <laughs> I so heavy, dairy,
0: That's me. Um, yep, that's me at the computer working. close it. <laughs> I couldn't have done this
3: if you hadn't taken over so well. I've got to succeed, so she
0: can succeed. Oh, oh wow, Succeed. I get it, Bob. What the? That is freaky. But it's I can't so keep boring. giving him cookies. How? <laughs> oh, Nobody in a daddy. What? Done properly, parenting is a heroic act. Oh. Done properly. <laughs> Nice. Oh my goodness. Nice. Okay. June fifteenth. Oh, we're become... going from a birthday. That's mm-hmm. your birthday. June fourteenth. Happy oh, birthday.
2: Happy birthday. Thanks. Happy early birthday. Uh, uh, thanks. This mm-hmm. movie is a complete departure from the last one. Uh,
1: it is and it isn't. It's it it's it's like the last one is like, are mom and dad going to get divorced? Yeah. And then they come together. Yeah. At Family the end. problems. Yeah. And this one is. Mom is now the independent career yeah, woman. Yeah. Dad's got to be which mom. If the if the Good world luck. is still set in this sort of pseudo sixties world, yeah. that I think makes a, sense. I think it
0: takes place actually right after the well, first yeah, one. The, sure, but
1: still, the, the, the first one literally, yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. first one was still this kind of sixties ish because like twenty years prior sure, was sure. Some, sure. like so 40s somebody kind worked of.
2: out the math, yeah, and they said that the fifteen year gap from the last interview that Elastigirl gave mm-hmm. at the very beginning to fifteen years I'm later would the have the been nineteen seventy. Okay. Exactly, 1970. Mm. When if it was, you open up and Bob
1: Parr is inside that office. Mm, interesting. If it went from 55 to 70, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Did they, did they say that it took place in
2: 1955? No, but they said they said doing the math. Yeah, they said that those interviews took place in 55. Oh, and so so okay. the, the, the time span was 15 years, and even in. And it's this happened in the this 70s.
1: Incredibles world 1970 in this Pixar universe. Mm-hmm. It's still going to be different than the real world 1970. Oh, Absolute, yeah, all absolutely. That shit, but like, it's yeah, so,
2: still like kind of atomic age, mm-hmm. 60s, 50s type. I love the Incredibles so much. It's, it's I cannot so wait
0: to it's, see this movie. Some yeah. great it's great animation.
1: So some great animation.
0: Yeah. And yeah. It, it's going to be cool, too, because this movie is supposed to debut a bunch of new heroes so that's gonna be interesting Ooh, to see like what what are some of the new heroes that we're gonna see i know some of some of the new actors have been revealed i don't know if necessarily they've revealed whether or not they're heroes and who they are i kind of don't want to know i kind of just want to go into the movie yeah. and just experience it because that's what yeah. it was that's what yeah. the first incredibles was for me yeah i watched the trailer i saw the movie i fell in love with it <clears throat> yeah and i've been waiting for this since 2004 so yeah. let's go <laughs> i'm excited let's go for your birthday oh, let's yeah. do it. I'll yeah. wear,
2: like birthday party hats
0: Oh, it's gonna happen i don't care if we're going to the disney lot or el capitan yeah we're yeah. gonna wear party hats no matter el cap what cap would be fun that would be awesome bust if they do a double a feature i might actually go do the double yeah feature. actually i would do a double feature now, for that
1: one guys i hate to harp on this again what uh do you- gotta talk about the 3d for a second uh <laughs> before they put out toy story 3 <laughs> in 2010 the year before in 2009 they re-released one mm-hmm. and two in 3d mm-hmm. which they were not in 3d when they originally oh, put them out yeah. in 95 or 1999 uh yeah but pixar much. had their own they oh did, they okay did i was themselves. like why didn't we
2: work on those they, because they had the files had man dreamworks
1: was like we lost all of they shrek rendered <laughs> it yeah, yeah that's why they, 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 we worked yeah, on with the that. second oh, okay, eye they know okay, what they're doing yeah. um but i haven't heard anything about putting incredibles back in yeah. and like i would love because that was not released in 3d and that yeah. would be an incredible I know, movie I in 3d well, like what you did there i want it i want it so bad
2: Fat, yeah. Like run in three D yeah. would be amazing. Just yeah. the whole thing. I, I yeah. hope that at some point they put that out. So that <clears throat> it I would be great. I, I don't it.
0: know. I, I doubt it will happen before this movie comes out yeah. only because we know how much the the pro, what the process is. Yeah. I think Brad Bird is so knee deep in finishing this movie. Yeah, I think it'll probably. I think I think there's potential once this movie comes out on home video on Blu-ray. Uh-huh. There's potential that maybe following suit okay. would be Incredibles in three D. Um, only people want it though, Hector. Don't get and too excited. And they don't. Yeah. So,
1: <laughs> poor I'm Hector. Fucked. Poor Hector. And not My only heart they not want you, it, Hector. but like, but Disney, I'm sure, is part of the group in Hollywood, the sort of Directors Guild slash consumer people, whatever, that have been like, let's put everything behind 4K. <laughs> That's gonna be the next thing. 3D yeah. TVs aren't selling anymore. Now they're hard to get. If mine, right. breaks, nobody makes them anymore. Yep. It's yeah. crazy
0: though. I mean, it's, it took them. It took them long to jump on the 4K thing. I mean, yeah, it took them a really It's a little frustrating to, you, to me because I like getting the 4K and the 3D, and the fact that I yeah, now only have the 4K option. Guys, I'm like, where's the 3D? I just got there?
2: a Blu-ray player like a year ago. <laughs> So I'm way behind the times. Yeah, you are. My no, God. you got your you got you? your
1: digital. You're not. You're on a whole <laughs> yeah, nother. I know, I'm the one with the physical it's copy true. over here. I know. But I'm like Blade Runner 2049. I got to go to Best Buy to get the 3D version. <laughs> okay, but I got it, guys. Which
0: <laughs> we <we're> can <gonna> have <laughs> yeah. an offline conversation about that. Yeah. But yeah, that's yeah, a whole yeah. weird thing yeah. that they didn't release in 3D in theaters here. But anyway uh guys thank you so much for watching let us know what you thought about all the topics that we covered. how do you feel about the new x-men movie how do you feel about you know potentially what happened with justice league Ooh, mm-hmm, touchy mm-hmm. Sub- subject touchy or subject don't don't at me don't at me i don't want to know i don't, don't give a fuck have, yeah, about the yeah, problems yeah. that <laughs> movie anymore <laughs> hector we're gonna be <laughs> to find you.
1: you find me on the internet at hector funny. be sure to check out new episodes of the 500 greatest films podcast augustine you're next but we're gonna we're gonna have to talk about amores perros very soon in a few
2: Just kidding. I'm not doing The Incredibles. Maybe, but maybe
1: that'll be in a couple years. (laughs) Yeah, I'll wait five years for that one. Oh, man. Augustine, where can people find you? You can find find me at l
2: underscore Santo Taco trying to digest all of Black Panther. So let's have a conversation.
0: Let's go see it again. I'm all about that. Let's just go see it it two, three, three, four more times. Uh, You can just find me at Adam Havigan. Guys, make sure you go down to the description. Check out Naeem's amazing, amazing drawing tribute to Black Panther. It's incredible. And uh, we'll catch you next episode.